let me tell you about a life-changing elixir of the gods. I'm talking about Strava Craft Coffee. I'm telling you it will change your life. If you're like me and you drink a lot of coffee, you have noticed those negative side effects. I don't even get jittery that much, but it happens. It can mess with your stomach. It can make you feel run down later on. You can have the crash. As much as we love our coffee, we know all of these things are going to come with it. But you know what? Not with Strava. It has changed my life. It has made me a far more productive and awake and less shaky person as I deal with whatever I've got to deal with throughout the day. Some of these people on Twitter, grab that Strava. It's rich in CBD. It's great coffee that you can purchase in either K-Cups for your Keurig. You can get whole bean and ground it yourself, or you can get it ground Whatever way you take your coffee, they will ship it to you. It's delicious. There's all kinds of different uh, flavors that you can get, and it's good for you. It's actually good for you. I can personally vouch for the health benefits of CBD-infused products, particularly Strava Craft Coffee, that can really help to set uh, my equilibrium. It's good for you. You can try it if you want down at Carbon Cafe and Bar Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, uh, Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. It's non-psychoactive. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry about any of the things that you may have heard uh, about what this crazy CBD stuff is. Is it marijuana? No, it's not any of those things. It's not psychoactive. Uh, you're not going to feel weird or different. It doesn't affect you that way. It's just something that isn't going to give you all of the terrible things that you can oftentimes get from regular coffee. And it's going to help with things like long-term migraines. It's helped me a great deal. Decreasing anxiety. Again, I can personally vouch for this. Arthritis, I get I get achy. I, I've, I've been a tall guy for a very long time. I had a bad back issues. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up because they're a sponsor, though it's awesome and we love them. Strava Craft Coffee is phenomenal for all of these things. So remember to purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. DNVR presents the pitch. She is hit again to left field. It's got a chance. It's gone. Minor League Mondays. Your weekly look at some homegrown guys who are trying to make their way up to the big leagues. And here's your host, Patrick Lyons. Welcome to the DNVR Rockies podcast. Brought to you by Mile High Green Cross. Mile High Green Cross has award-winning products, everyday low prices on in-house products. Sign up for their monthly loyalty program and receive 20% off for your entire purchase. Tag them, show them your love, and how our community supports one another. Again, 20% off your entire purchase once a month with their loyalty program. Thank you, Mile High Green Cross. Welcome to 
the working week. We're back at it again. It is Monday. You got a long work week ahead of you. Hopefully, you are working. And if you are doing so, it's from home. You're at a safe distance out there, practicing some of that social distancing. And again, we're all into this new world. We're figuring it out together how to work from home, how to be successful, and most importantly, how to be safe. And we're going to try to get you through that today. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. You can follow us at, at DNVR underscore Rockies. And since it is Minor League Monday, we have some minor league business that we need to attend to. As of right now, the season has been postponed until some point in April. At this point, I think we realize it's probably more likely that Memorial Day may be the first time we see players back onto the field. Pitchers will, of course, need several weeks to get their training back up to snuff. That's ultimately the reason why spring training lasts so long. It's the reason why it's six weeks is because the pitchers need that long to get ready. The hitters, they probably need about two, three weeks until they're good to go. And so right now, Bud Black, in particularly, has told his players, much like a lot of the other organizations around Major League Baseball, to kind of treat this time as if this were December and January, as far as trying to gear up for the season. So that gives you a little bit of an idea as to where a lot of the front offices are thinking uh, about how long this is going to go. It's probably going to be another two months until we really gear things up. So if they treat it like it's January 1st today, then they're going to go back to their training programs, get even stronger, get even more nimble and athletic to get ready for what will obviously be a shortened season. It would be great if there was even 100 games at this point. Much bigger fish to fry out there in the world, keeping people safe, keeping people alive. But our job here is to talk baseball, the business of baseball, and it would be great if there were still 100 games in the season. So players still need to get ready for that. They still need to take their hacks. We see Ryan McMahon and David Dahl doing a great job of that if you follow them on social media. One of the things worth pointing out for minor leaguers right now is that you're going to see some of them getting option in the coming days. Ultimately, that's to prevent some of them from getting major league service time. We're still not sure how this is going to work out. Opening day was supposed to be this week. It was supposed to be Thursday for the Rockies against San Diego in Southern California. We know that's not going to happen. But according to all of the, the bylaws of the collective bargaining agreement, players may still get service time if they're on a major league roster. So you're going to see certain players get demoted or optioned to AAA as if there is a real 26-man roster. I think, again, that's ultimately to keep their service time down, so prevents them becoming from becoming free agents uh, after their six years of service time. So we could see that for Brendan Rodgers. Again, doesn't mean too much of anything, but there will be moves coming in uh, the next few days. Now, the important thing to remember about minor league baseball players is that they are not a member of the union. They're not members of the baseball union. So they do not have the same rights as the majority of the players, all of the players, on the 26-man roster. And this is part of the uproar coming right now. Players are 
still going to be receiving paychecks. There's insurance. There's different ways for the big league clubs to be able to not only just pay their employees in the stadium, but to also play the ballplayers, right? They they still have bills that need to be paid, much larger bills than we'll ever see in our lives. But they have bills that need to be paid, um, you know, a mortgage to cover on, on new homes. You know, they've got family members that, you know, they're taking care of too on the side. And they need to, to be bringing in that money. Uh, obviously, we have a whole infrastructure and a whole system in place uh, based on you know the value of the U.S. dollar. And we see what's happening in the stock market, and, and all of this is, is tied together. So to try to keep some semblance uh, and, and really to, to keep our society, particularly here in America, going, these players, we're still going to see them you know get paid uh, to not play right now. But the minor leaguers are not as fortunate. It's one of the reasons why an organization has come forward called the Advocates for Minor Leaguers. It's a nonprofit advocacy group and it was started by, you know, some some former players. Ty Kelly is a retired major league ball player, came up with the Mets, kind of a utility infielder. He's going to play for Team Israel if there is an Olympics this summer. Right now, the IOC is is debating that if we're going to have a Summer Olympics in Tokyo. I think originally about a month ago, there were probably a lot of people rolling their eyes saying, oh man, Japan's got this issue with the coronavirus going on. It's going to cost the world the Olympics. They're going to maybe have to move it to another site. When in actuality, now, if you look at what's going on over there in, in Asia, particularly South Korea and Japan, they've been doing such a great job with keeping their cases down, keeping the, their death numbers down, partially due to their experience with SARS, you know, a decade ago. So we're seeing the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization, they're having some uh, in, intra-squad games between uh, their players. The Japanese Baseball League, the Nippon Professional Baseball, NPB, they're starting to have um, some scrimmages between different clubs. And now, who knows, Maybe maybe we do have you know, the Olympics or, or something like the Olympics going forward. Uh, and if so, we could see Ty Kelly doing that. Um, we see a labor activist, another couple more fo- uh, former minor league ball players who are a part of this advocates for minor leaguers. And their their goal is ultimately to try to double salaries in the minor leagues to $15,000 per season. You heard me right. Minor leaguers right now in season get paid about $7,000. Right now, they are getting little to nothing. Thankfully, Major League Baseball has actually stepped up. Uh, at this point, they have said that they are going to pay minor leaguers some fee um, and allowance equal to what they would have been paid through April 8th. And minor leaguers, again, as I said, they make 7000 for the entire six-month season. Obviously, any kind of allowance or stipend that they get through April 8th is not going to be very much. I'm sure they're going to reevaluate that uh, as as per the, the MLB press release that came out. Uh, they said that MLB remains in communication with clubs on the development of an industry-wide plan for minor league player compensation from April 9th through the beginning of the coming season. So hopefully they will extend that give players, the minor league ball players, some money. Some of them have been doing food delivery, working for DoorDash. Um, Again, with so many jobs in our world right now, 
in in question and people doing jobs from home a minor league ball player who gets sent home and just kind of has to keep himself in shape could do that still make some money to pay his bills you know if if, if, it, if they have to cut lawns they're going to have to do that um if they're going to have to do some hvac whatever it may be uh to pay their bills they can do that although they can't do that right now. So it's it's very uh, un- unfortunate for those guys. Yes, we know they're going to be, you know, a lot of them will be millionaire ball players. Some of them getting paid, you know, in the upper echelon of, of $30 million eventually. But there are a lot of them that simply do not. They never make it to the majors. They never get a, an opportunity as a coach. And... Partially, they're just playing to live out their dream, to play professional baseball, and to be teammates with future ball players. There's value to that. There's a lot of guys that, if if you've watched the Isotopes the last several seasons, or if you've watched minor league baseball altogether, there are guys that you've seen day in and day out and thought, man, this is a talented ball player. Miles Jones is one, for example, with Hartford. Elliot Soto. Peter Mooney we've seen in recent seasons past and neither of those any of those guys have ascended to the major leagues they may never but they have a value somebody's got to play those positions and do it adequately right and do it in in a good enough way where Peter Mooney's playing shortstop and he needs to feed the ball in the the second base to to Brendan Rodgers while there's a guy bearing down ready to take him out again there's value in having a veteran quality player like that, even if he might not be major league quality. So uh, no knock on those guys, but they are feeling the heat right now. And if you are already down to you know, the final straw, hey, one more, one more thing doesn't go my way. I may have to hang this up without ever getting my cup of coffee in the majors. This is going to be that thing for so many guys. So many minor league ball players are going to have to say, I'm out. I just got to get a real job. I need to start my life. I want to start my family, my girlfriend, my fiance, my wife, whatever it may be. I put her through enough and I got to call it quits. They, they supported me for a good decade of me trying to follow my dream, but it's not going to happen. So that's one of the things that advocates for minor leaguers is looking to do is try to get these minor league ball players some kind of compensation because right now major league baseball is not really doing a great job paying these players particularly right now in a time in which there simply is no baseball but the one thing that still exists is breckenridge brewery they are the official beer of dnvr they are still doing their thing. They are. Because if you're using the Drizzly app, you can get Breck beer delivered. Particularly their 15-can sampler. That's the way to go. Depending on who you got in your household, everybody likes a little something different. Everybody needs a little something different right now. If you're at home and you're trying to break up the week, you got to pick, hey, Monday is my strawberry sky. Tuesday, hop peak. Wednesday, Avalanche. Thursday, Colorado Court. You got to just mix it up somehow. You got to have fun. Make the days a little bit more unique because they're kind of blending together a little bit. They are for me. I know it's got to be like that for you. And that 15-can sampler is the way to go.
Also, they are still open for food pickup. Yes, the farmhouse at the brewery in Littleton. Give them a call, 303-803-1380, 12 to 8 p.m. in the evening. They can hook you up. The food there is it's, it's fantastic. The cheese curds is a must. You got to have the cheese curds. 303-803-1380, Breckenridge Brewery, 15-can sampler. Check them out. You cannot go wrong. They support us, so we hope you support them. And we also would love if you supported Green Mountain Dental. They're located right there in Lakewood, the best damn family-owned business in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. What they're doing right now is fantastic. They're offering a free Sonicare toothbrush if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's fantastic. Tag us when you go there. Check them out. And enjoy that free Sonicare toothbrush because I'm telling you, that's fantastic. I've been using one for years. And every time I get a checkup, I get nothing but thumbs up saying, hey, your home care is on point. And Green Mountain Dental Group is the place to go. They'll hook you up, not just at their location in Lakewood, but they're going to make sure your home care is on point. Schedule that appointment today for a cleaning x-ray and exam. Get the free Sonicare toothbrush. Well, without an NCAA season for baseball, it makes it incredibly hard to draft players because you've got scouts and and a system in place in which you need to watch games. You need to watch players do what they do, show improvement, make adjustments during the course of a spring season, and you don't have that. Now, to be fair... A lot of the scouts at this point in the year have an idea as to who they like, who they want. They're, this would be the point in which they'd probably be getting their final looks at certain players, contacting coaches, things of that nature, really just putting a bow on everything. And, of course, they're not able to do that. Scouts are not able to do any jobs. They're completely shut down. They can't even reach out to a coach during this time. They decided to kind of pull the plug on that one, really just to make it fair for everybody so that no one got any upper hands. No no teams decided to say, you know what, we're actually going to put a little pressure on our scouts to go out there and at least talk to, to guys or, you know, let visit certain players and see what they're like in the weight room, things of that nature. No, it's completely shut down. Uh, all scouts should be back at home at this point, I imagine. And there has been talk that the... 2020 draft will also be postponed. Nothing has been official yet. Uh, that draft date uh, is supposed to be on June 10th. It was originally going to take place in Omaha during the College World Series. Uh, but as we know, again, there is no College World Series for the 2020 season. A lot can be speculated as, to, as far as what Major League Baseball could do. Are they going to wipe it out entirely and just have a do-over in 2021? How does that work? Rockies right now are sitting with the ninth pick overall. If they make the wild card in the abbreviated 2020 season, which kind of uh, their odds have increased to make the playoffs. In a shortened season, now anything could happen. All it takes is getting hot at the right time to get into the playoffs 162-game season is a marathon. No two ways about it. But when you shorten it up to 
100 games, who knows? Who knows where we're going to be at when, when everything is all said and done? Could even be 80. At that point, that's a half a season. We've seen teams, unlikely teams, in first place or in the wild card slot by the all-star break. And everyone knows full well, hey, this team is is not really a, a contender. They got a lot of good young quality players that have played over their heads a little bit. The franchise is still in a rebuild mode, so they're not going to be going out and acquiring veteran players. But they they did it for an 80-game season. That can happen for Colorado now. We've got a long way before we try to make any prognostications on the 2020 season, but the odds for that probably have increased. That being said, they get in, and they're one of those wild card teams. Now they're they're making a selection around 2022. Well, well, what happened to that ninth overall pick? So I think Major League Baseball is is you know they're obviously in a predicament. I don't think they're just gonna you know walk away from the table on the 2020 draft. They can still have one uh, late in the summer, have some kind of baseball combine. You know, maybe it's it's a way they can pivot and try to bring some attention to their young stars, much like the NFL does with the NFL Combine. Obviously, it's much different. NFL does this during the offseason. Major League Baseball is actually the only of the four major sports. Uh, if, if throw in MLS, again, that's also during the offseason. Major League Baseball is the only one that actually has their draft during their season, which sounds pretty pretty crazy when you consider again what all of the other major pro sports do so i think major league baseball has uh, a couple different options to go with like i said having it later on in the season you you can't completely wipe it away there's no way to do that this is a very deep draft i think teams are just going to have to do the best that they can with what they've got they should know already who the top guys are there's going to be some steals there's going to be some late round selections that get taken players that fall because they didn't they weren't able to show their abilities during a natural full season of college or high school baseball so for example Mike Trout you look at the 2009 draft and although it was loaded in the first round you think how does Mike Trout slip to the 25th overall pick and it's actually pretty simple. It rained a lot in South Jersey that year. Seriously. So simply because scouts weren't able to see Mike Trout play, he wasn't able to have a full senior season out of high school at a Millville High down there in Southern Jersey in Vineland area. They he, he slipped, right? They they were a little unsure and they, they went with some more established players from Bigger schools in Division One baseball, of course. So Mike Trout had this had he had a, a regular spring, could have gone a lot earlier, could have even gone to the Colorado Rockies instead of Tyler Matzik, who they selected with the eleventh overall pick. Imagine that Trout and Arenado in the same lineup. That should have blown your mind. It it blew my mind and I knew I was gonna say it. Now, there's also a couple guys in the Rockies organization right now that you can point to and say, here's the value of the college season. Here's the value of a high school season with the growth that you can see for a player. Ryan Rolison, 
He was eventually selected 22nd overall by the Rockies in 2018 out of Ole Miss. He had an awful spring. He had, he had trouble with his command. His control was, was a little all over the place. He ended up slipping to Colorado. They were super excited to take him there in that spot. And that was because of his bad spring. Had he had a normal spring or no spring at all, the scouts surely would have taken him a little bit earlier, probably in, in, in the mid to early teens. Brenton Doyle is a guy in 2019 that would not be with the Rockies, certainly not in the fourth round. Now, Doyle came out of a Division II school. He was the first Division II school player uh, to be drafted at a Shepherd University in, in West Virginia in the fourth round because he, he tore it up. Frankly, he tore it up, and the Rockies believed in him. He went out and you know was fantastic at, at Grand Junction, hitting three eighty three. He led the league in a lot of different categories. You like to see that a kid who really didn't have a lot of great competition um, in in his conference. You know, playing in the Mountain East against you know Charleston, West Virginia State, Glenville State, Urbana, Fairmont. These are not <laughs> these are not big schools that produce a lot of quality ball players. And that's who Doyle went up against. And while he played fantastic, scouts say, well, yeah, you know what? Competition wasn't as good, so, you know, he 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 goes in the fourth round, right? Because division 2 talent is division 2 for a reason. Well, again, he has that fantastic spring, Rockies believe in him, and he immediately goes out and produces like no other, has a fantastic 51 games in Grand Junction. If the 2019 season doesn't happen, Brenton Doyle might not have even been drafted. There's a there's a there's a chance that no one even goes and, and, and sees him. He might not be on anybody's radar. Maybe he gets taken in the 40th round right there at the end. It's not clear because the value of, of having a, a full season for these ball players in the spring, even if we're only talking for on the high school level, 20 to 30 games and on the college level 40 to 50 games has so much value and can move and change draft boards here and there and we're not going to have that in 2020 if there's a draft which i believe there will be the rockies like all 30 teams really have an opportunity to trust their scouts and now and instead of having that scene like you did in moneyball where Really didn't matter what the scouts said. It was Jonah Hill's character, you know, this amalgam of, of Paul D. Podesta and, and a lot of other sabermetric and statistic heavy guys kind of looking at the numbers and saying, hey, this player obviously is doing something right. He's getting on base. That has value. He's not making outs. However, he's doing it doesn't really matter because it should probably transcend to the next level to a degree right? Maybe only 90% of what he does in college transcends to short season A ball. And then 90% of that translates to high A, et cetera, et cetera. So it'll be interesting going old school, flipping it back and saying, hey, scouts, what did you see? Because we don't even have any numbers on this guy. Or we just have, you know, again, how fast can he throw? How fast can he get down to first base? That's it. So if, if you're saying this is the guy, let's go with him. So we're, we're really going to see you know, the value of, of each 30 clubs scouting department and how solid they are 
what kind of a foundation do the Rockies and the other 30 teams, what are they actually working with? We very easily could see an abbreviation of the 2020 draft. Some people think 40 rounds is, is too much. It was already reduced to 40 rounds, but some say, hey, 40 still might be too much. I think if minor league baseball gets it their way and, and they're able to reduce by 42 teams, essentially cutting out the short season leagues, then you could see a draft that only goes you know, 25 to 30 rounds. And maybe this is that first taste, that first try at, at doing that. And, and it could be a, a, a step in the direction for those 42 teams on the chopping block and the reduction of minor league clubs. And, and again, that is a topic for another day. <laughs> a lot of topics are really for another day, including this one itself, because we're, we're getting through something. We're getting through this pandemic as best we can. Did not mean to get us in the weeds here, but hey, if, if you're getting in the weeds, check out Manscaped, because you don't want to be in the weeds. You, you want to make sure your hedges are pruned very nicely. It's springtime. Be proud of your front lawn and 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 enjoy some manscaped, especially because you're gonna get twenty percent off your entire purchase. And you're gonna get free shipping using code DNVR20. You definitely have got time to take care of this. There are no excuses. And with Manscaped's new and improved lawnmower 3.0, your hedges will never look better with Manscaped. Again, 20% off your entire purchase and free shipping using our code DNVR20. Well, for our final segment of the day, as I adjust my DNVR ball cap, it's, besides it, it looks great. Just black, all white, DNVR. It, it feels very comfortable. Pick up one of those caps online at the DNVRlocker.com. But for our last topic, there's a couple of pieces of news and notes around Major League Baseball. We've been, this past week, Drew and I, my partner in crime, we are the brothers of conjunction, we've been watching Ken Burns' documentary, Baseball. We want you to join us. We're doing it again Tuesday night, Thursday night at 5 o'clock. We're going to be taking a look at innings 3 and 4. Again, it's free. It's available for you at pbs.org. If you're listening to this on Monday, tonight, we're going to be watching Ubaldo Jimenez's no-hitter from April 17th, 2010, against the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta at the TED, a.k.a. Turner Field. It is no longer there, but we're going to be watching that on YouTube, doing some live tweeting. It's fantastic. We got a couple other Rockies games coming up check out our events calendar follow us on twitter at dnvr underscore sports for the entire live watching catalog that we got hashtag dnvr watches we're gonna have fun we're gonna get through this we're gonna we're gonna help you out and make sure you get to the other side final news and notes trey mancini those of you who have followed baltimore orioles first baseman he did undergo surgery to remove a malignant tumor from his colon earlier this month He's doing all right. Recovery is going nicely. He uh, he was 5 for 3 last summer at Coors right there at the beginning of Colorado's big win streak to kind of put them back into contention there to start off the summer break. Uh, he's hit 24 home runs in each of his first 3 seasons. Last year he hit 34. It's really great to again to have some positive news 
out there in the world. So Trey has been giving the love back to uh, not just Orioles fans, but the entire baseball community, and it's it's wonderful to see that. What's not wonderful to see is Chris Sale getting Tommy John surgery. He will miss the 2020 season and, and obviously parts of the 2021 season, and it makes his extension given by Dave Dombrowski, GM of the Red Sox, look even more questionable at this point as they will be paying Sale $30 million or close to $30 million over the next four seasons, and they were going to miss out on probably at least a season and a half of that. For those of you that, that might remember, he Chris Sale was actually originally a, a draft pick of the Rockies in 2007. He, of course, you know went later than he would have liked and uh, did not sign with Colorado instead. Opted to play at Florida Gulf Coast University uh, before signing with the White Sox. And that's how the Red Sox were able to acquire him, was a trade for several of Boston's top prospects. White Sox received Victor Diaz, a pitcher, Luis Alexander Basabe, who's now ninth in the White Sox system. But the two real key pieces of the trade were once prospects. And hey, it's Minor League Monday, so we're talking prospects. Now the Red Sox, when they they got sale, they've gotten three, you know, good seasons out of sale. I should say two really good seasons. Last year was not so hot for the lanky lefty. They did get a World Series in 2018 out of Chris Sale. He didn't pitch very well in the playoffs in 2018, but nevertheless, they did get a World Series from this trade. So much like that Aroldis Chapman deal that the Cubs made, where they had to give up Glaber Torres to the Yankees, they won the World Series. They got it done. So, no questions asked. Parades are cooler than prospects. And Boston was able to celebrate. But it did cost them two quality young prospects. Michael Kopech, right now, he's the 20th overall player. He's lighting up radar guns even in spring training. He's throwing about 100 miles an hour. Kid is is ridiculous. He'll, he will, he's an exciting player to watch. He would have been on a lot of people's list of uh, potential all-stars this year, kind of doing what Chris Paddock did last year for the Padres, if you're familiar with him. And the other one, really the cornerstone of the, the sale to Boston deal was White Sox receiving Yohan Moncada. He's been he's really been showing a lot of improvement in the last couple of years. He's he's found a home at second base with the White Sox. And earlier this month he actually signed a five year seventy million dollars extension. It's a lot of money Chicago's putting up, but um, they're getting back that and then some. So it's really worked out for the White Sox. You know, they've they've made a couple moves this offseason and are, are looking to get back into contention there in the AL Central. Obviously, there's a lot of flux with Cleveland making a couple deals. The Minnesota, of course, now in the hunt, acquiring Josh Donaldson amongst other players. It feels strange talking about the offseason since it came and went. Then we had spring training, and now... Here we are again in, in this new offseason, this this limbo, this purgatory that we are in. But it is promising, as I mentioned earlier, uh, South Korea, the Korean Baseball Organization, and Japan, the MPB, they are now practicing. They are getting closer to games. They still might be a few weeks away, but it's nice to see ball players playing ball. And I think that very well could be what we talk about next week. A lot of people are curious. Hey, where did Sung Wan Oh come from? Before he was with the Cardinals, you know, what? who did he play with? He played in KBO and NPB. 
What happened to Eddie Butler? Well, Eddie Butler, last year he played for the NC Dinos in, in the Korean baseball organization. So they are, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, purposes, a feeder system to Major League Baseball. So it'll be interesting to see what American-born players have gone over to Japan. We know DJ Johnson signed a deal over in Asia. Roberto Ramos did the same. So we'll check up on those guys. We'll learn a little bit more about baseball in the Far East. But if you like good food, you don't have to go that far to get it. You can go to Bojo's, the one place you can get true Colorado Mountain Pie. They are still in operation. They're actually offering 30% off your takeout when you ask for it. So make sure you do mention that because they are still going. They are a local, true Colorado business. They're unbelievable. Locally owned. They support us. We hope you can support them. They do DoorDash. Six Colorado locations. They're all fantastic. So take advantage of that during this time. Treat yourself. If you're making a lot of meals at home, that's great. But Breck Brewery, Bojo's are two places where you can get some food and maybe relax a little bit and reduce your stress. Finally, sports column question of the week. What do you know about? the Korean Baseball Organization, and the Nippon Professional Baseball League. What do you know about Korea, South Korea, and Japan? And what would you like to know? Go ahead and leave that on our thednvr.com page beneath this episode, and we can talk about it next week. I am still Patrick Lyons, at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. My homeboy is still at Drew Creaseman. Follow us at DNVR underscore Rockies, especially if you want to get in on that hashtag DNVR watches that we've got coming up for the next few weeks to help get you through this. But you've started your working week. Now go out and crush as best as you can. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon.